Zengaziwe, good evening and welcome. Thank you so much, Ayabonga. Good evening to you too. I hear you're out in Mtata, um, and uh, I guess that's where a lot of the fanfare today was, uh, but also one of the areas probably uh, alongside the Eastern Cape province in general and uh, many other rural provinces, hard hit by what I want us to talk about tonight, the specter of youth underemployment and mass unemployment. Um, just maybe some of your own reflections on, I guess, the festivity and the pomp and ceremony of the day. Um, I am actually back in Johannesburg, but I was there earlier on today, and I think it was, um, yeah, there was a lot of pomp and ceremony. It was a great event. I think the president in his speech touched on a lot of the critical issues in terms of the dire state of youth unemployment Mm -hmm. in South Africa, but I think he also touched on some of the work that is being done collectively. You know, Ayabonga, I had listened into a bit of your earlier caller, and I think one of the critical things that we're dealing with here is the fact that young people have been forced into a kind of resilience um, that has almost been celebrated. And I think we've all realized that now we're at a time in South Africa's history where we we really are on the precipice. We need to deal with unemployment and we need to do so at scale, you know? You guys are at Harambe. That's your job to uh, try and deal with all of the governance and market failures that account for why young people are disproportionately more likely to be excluded from work or work opportunities in South Africa. You've been at it for more than a decade. uh, And I must say, I I do recall in my other life uh, interacting with some of the early work that Harambe did around 2014 or so. Um, And even then, I think it became quite clear now of course, the numbers look a lot worse now, but um, that a big part of this is structural rather than just frictional unemployment of young people. What have you learned in that, mo- in that period, uh, nearly a decade now, or if not more? We have, it's, yeah, it's been a decade, uh, 11 years, in fact. And we have really spent the last 10 years trying to solve for youth unemployment, I think specifically by looking at the barriers, the structural things that, that, that keep young people out of the labor market. And in that time, what we've come to understand is that there are specific barriers that are, whether it's the increase or whether it was a few years ago, we're looking at the fact that young people are paying far, far, far too much for data. They're paying far, far too much to look for work in this day and age. And what we need to do is, and what we have been doing, is look systemically at the barriers that they face and see how do we begin to not just make a dent, but really start to deal with them at scale. And so I think a core part of it has been looking at these barriers, and we've identified a few, but just to touch on some of the Mm. core ones, I think it would be um, the high cost of transport. Ayabonga, it costs young people 1000 300 rand on average a month to look for a job, right? Mm. So if that's just before you've even gotten to the interview itself, just in the looking phase of a job, it's just far too high of a cost. And these are people who are unemployed, right? So I think one thing is the high cost of transport that young people, um, of transport and looking for a job that young people face. I think another thing is about networks. I mean, quite simply, we've learned that a lot of the way in which uh, the world works is who knows who and who's gotten who which job. And 
I think what we've been doing is saying, how do we level the playing field? And that's really why we established um, SA Youth, and which is SAYouth.mobi, which is really a platform where young people can get onto the system and they can be on the system for as long as they want because it is zero rated so that they don't pay to be on the system. But importantly, it matches young people with opportunities that are um, close to where they are. So it's ge- that we use geographical mapping so that we reduce those barriers. But it also gives them line of sight to the opportunities that exist. Mm-hmm. So if it's in your area, it's not about a connection. It's about applying in a fair, free, and transparent manner and really getting your best shot at getting that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Hold the line there for me for a second. We're going to take a quick spot break. But when we come back, I want us to talk about what you've made in that experience of how industry has received uh, some of your work on the supply side and uh, you know whether or not uh, that has translated into many people getting the opportunity to get into work uh, and also being retained in work because uh, yeah I know having been an intern at some stage in in my life that um, yeah retention after that uh, preparatory period is never assured yeah, eight minutes it is uh, before 8 p.m. It's the headline segment here on Metro FM Talk and uh, joined uh, tonight as uh, we take a look at uh, the uh, yeah the challenges confronting young people and uh, certainly one that is not inconsequential uh, is that of uh, youth underemployment and uh, joined on the line uh, by Zengeziu uh, Simang uh, tonight, Chief Engagement Officer out at Harambe Youth Employment Accelerator. And uh, yeah, we're talking about youth unemployment. And Zengeziu, uh, maybe just, uh, I guess, some of the experiences that you've had insofar as, um, you know, uh, the reception that corporations and those in industry have received you with, uh, and also government as well, which also runs similar programs, the Public Employment Service, National Pathway Management System just seems there's a lot on the go um, and there's big questions of coordination but also uptake on the part of different stakeholders who can really make an impact. Um, great, Ayabonga. And I think that's a really important question and assist them to find mm. other opportunities. We assist them to find um, different ways. Do you volunteer? How can we assist with your CV so that we keep young people engaged? Yeah, yeah. And I guess maybe, uh, as just as we wrap up, the, you mentioned earlier on some of the work that you do geospatially maps where the opportunities are. One would think that just with the country we come from and where we are, that if you were to map where the geospatial need for work is and where a lot of the industry and the work opportunities are, probably not a lot of overlap there. Sorry, probably not a lot of? Not a, lo- not a lot of overlap. So you're not finding a lot of the people in greatest need of work uh, in the same places where that work can be found. Which is why I think it's important that a big part of the work that we're trying to do is to ensure that we get opportunities at scale. And I think an example of this, which kind of highlights nicely um, a lot of what we've been doing, is the Department of Basic Education Mm -hmm. project that we worked on, where we were able to geographically, so the opportunity for young people was to work as teacher's assistants. And there are 22,000 schools in which they were potentially employed in across the country. And so what we were able to do was look at what these opportunities were and matched young people on a national basis across the country. And I think, in fact, I'm sure it will 
who are giving those job opportunities across the country nationally. Zengazi, we'll hold the line there for me for a second. We're going to take a, take a quick breather. But when we come back, uh, we'll play back some voice notes and just get some of your reflections on what many of our listeners are sharing with us. Great. Yo, 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 yo. Sometimes that's all you can say to life's pleasant surprises, like when you've been slacking at work and your boss gives you a raise, yo. Or when the waiter gets your order wrong and gives you the double burger instead of the single, yo. Or when you walk into an engine quick shop and see all the superlicious deals, yo. Visit your nearest engine quick shop for superlicious deals that'll give you even more reasons to say yo. Promo ends 30 June 2022. Terms and conditions apply. Engine. With us, you are number one. Mm. Ramaphosa is telling the truth. These learnerships are happening. I don't know uh, whether if I are happening. We just need to shift our, our mindset from uh, ANC, always ANC, always ANC. We need to, you know, put ourselves together and focus on a new clean slate. Okay. Yeah, you know, I want this issue of unemployment is really to think of alternative ways sure. in order to uh, get themselves out of difficult situations. Thank you very much for that, Silo. Zengaziwe, just your thoughts and reflections as we wrap up on uh, those two thoughts they shared, uh, you know, by Mr. Koza and also Silo there at the end. You know, I think what is really encouraging them mm. trying by themselves, but getting the support that they need. Yeah. Zengaziwe, thank you very much for your time this evening. Really appreciate it. And all of the best. Long may the work continue to uh, make impact. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ayabong, and have a great evening. You too. Zengaziwe Msimang, the Chief Engagement Officer at the Harambe Youth Employment Accelerator, joining us uh, for our headline segment tonight. And uh, yeah, we'll continue to take your voice notes.